Greetings, my X-Files geeks. Welcome back to Reopening the X-Files, the podcast that proves the truth is still out there. We're finally back after a month and a half hiatus. I hope everyone's enjoyed our Halloween countdown movie reviews on YouTube at Ultimate Movie Geek. I am Nate, the Ultimate Movie Geek, and I'm joined by the one and only Agent Powell. Ah, yeah. <laughs> What was that little weird thing? I don't know. It just it just came out of me. Oh yeah, let's <laughs> let's not ever hear that again. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> was it not funny? Uh, okay. Funny looking. Uh, <laughs> so we're back after well, like I said, a month and a half. Um, it's been a while since we've done we've watched X Files. Feels longer. It does, doesn't it? Yeah, it feels like we've not done this for a good few months. I can't remember. Well I can't the last time we did this, uh we released the episode um War of the Cop Coprophages. It's easy for you to say. It is on the twenty eighth of September. So it's just over uh a month and what, twelve days? Yeah. yeah. Month and twelve days. Been a while. It has, it has. And tonight we're back with uh, episode 13 of season 3. Scissor-jiggy. Scissor-jiggy. Yeah, same thing. Scissor-giggy. Scissor-giggy. I used to think it was scissor-jiggy. Oh, I don't even know. I wouldn't be able to pronounce that. Well, just say scissor-jiggy. Scissor-jiggy. I did look it up. I typed it into my If it's no bother, if it's not too big a deal, maybe you can get me a few photographs of that thing which bears absolutely no resemblance to a horned beast. Sure, fine. Whatever. Syzygy. Syzygy. I did look it up. I typed it into my computer, so how do you pronounce this, this word? Is it an actual word? Yes. Do you want to know what the word means? Go on, then. It was a fanboy fact. Do you remember fanboy facts? Well, save it. You don't normally have many good ones, so I let's do. save it. I've got loads of good ones. Thank you very much. And I'm going to tell you what it means. <laughs> the episode's title refers to an astronomical alignment of three celestial objects. Oh. Usually, the Earth, the Sun, and the Moon, or a planet. Oh. We had something like that recently, didn't we? We did, I think a lot of planets lined up. A lot lined, of the planets lined up, didn't they? Yeah. yeah. Well, a lot of crazy things happened. A lot of crazy shit's gone down. It has, hasn't it? We're still, well, we're in the UK, we're, we're under... Second uh, lockdown. Second lo- lockdown, hashtag lockdown 2. <laughs> I think that's what it is. 2.0. 2.0. Uh, yeah, which, you know, is a long time coming. And funnily enough... This reopening the X Files podcast that we decided to create began in, in first lockdown. Lockdown, one point <laughs> First lockdown. Anyway, Syzygy. Syzygy. So, um, it is written by the series creator Chris Carter and directed by Rob Bowman, who's done lots of other films. I'm not going to list them here, but he's done a few films. I think he did the film as well. Nice one. The first film. Cheers, Bob. The first X-Files film. Cheers, Bobby. <laughs> Good film. I think this episode pushes uh, the, you know, the, the, the sexual frustration between Mulder and Mulder Scully and a Scully. hell of a lot. Yeah, it does. He's proper, proper pissed off with each other in this episode. I think Scully's more pissed off with... Well, no, she is too, because he's like, he's proper pissed off. He's like, he's annoyed with her, uh, get off my drink, cat. He's annoyed with her um, scepticism. Yeah. Scepticism. <laughs> I'm drinking 7-Up. I'm not pissed. I just sound it. 
Anyway, what's she got? One of the uh, the balls. Catnip. Well, the cat's the cat, got catnip the catnip balls, ball, so it'll all be going batshit crazy in here in five minutes. Got it on its paw. She'll be high as a kite. She will. Lucky thing. Yeah, can we can we just start by saying the actor, a very very famous actor now in this episode, <laughs> and when we watched it the first time around last time, I was like, oh my god. David Duchovny. No, a young. Julian Anderson. A young and very weird looking, but not in a bad way, just different to what he looks now. I think Pre- he's a, Well, no, teenage, yeah, I'd say. I, I don't actually know how old he is. I would say late teens. I'm going to look it up. Um, And I would say he's had a bit of work done, especially to his teeth. I think he's uh, thinned his eyebrows out a little bit as yeah, well. Yeah, he's, he's, I think who, he's slimmed down. Who are we talking about? We are, of course, talking about... Canadian's finest. <laughs> I remember me and him all the way back to kindergarten. He was, uh, I don't know. He was like a brother or something. And we had some good times. Good times that I'll never forget. And junk like that. And like now, we all gotta stick together and protect each other. That's what Bruno would've wanted. Because they say the cult is gonna come try to get more of us, and we can't let that happen. So we gotta kick some butt. We gotta kick some butt. Like I'm sure Bruno's doing in heaven right now. Heaven's arch rival. Arch nemesis. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it actually starts off. It's him talking, isn't it? He's at the yeah. very, very beginning of the episode. He gets killed off really quickly. Spoilers again for this almost thirty-year-old episode. Um, but yeah, quite. How old? Took... Did you say 14-year-old episode? No, I said, what did I say? I thought you said 14-year-old. I don't know what I I'm said. I'm sorry, you just keep going. I sorry. meant to say almost 30. I might have said 40. <laughs> I'm very tired. I've had a long day at work. Yeah, it's been a long day. Um, but he's he's almost unrecognisable, but isn't. Hmm. Like, we looked and I was like, oh, my God, that is Ryan Reynolds. And you were like, oh, my God, that, that is, is Ryan, Ryan Reynolds. Reynolds. And I think I messaged it out yeah, on my did. Instagram. Yeah, because somebody said, oh, yeah, it's a good one. I'm going to watch it. Um, it will be 1920. This, 1920? 19 or 20. Right. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, probably. Uh, this was 1996. He was born in 76. Right. Oh, he's a bit older than me yeah. then, rather than else. Yeah, it's the premise of this episode is Mulder and Scully are brought in by a local detective, a female detective, who there's been... Two sort of suicide, murder type... Of young people. Of young people. And other people have said that it was demonists and saints and worshippers. So they've brought the FBI in. And then straight away, before they even get there, they're arguing Mulder and Scully in the car about which direction to go. Yeah, she says right, he says he was told left. And it sets the scene for an episode of kind of cosmic chaos Mm. where... 
the planetary alignment is just causing havoc basically and the two young ladies who go to school with Ryan Reynolds who ends up dead um, and other people they Terry what, Roberts and Margie Kleinian yeah what transpires is they were born on the same day yes um, funnily enough is it the same day as this alignment has happened before yeah so we're giving the plot away so yeah so but throughout it they, you can see they use telekinesis a lot so there are typical teenage assholes that you see <laughs> Not that ask teenagers are assholes, but that you see in yeah, no. Fi- no, but in films and stuff, they always portray them as not all kids are. Well, but I don't think they are. I think they're portrayed as annoying little bitches, as just annoying people. <laughs> I don't even think they're the top of the food chain in the high school thing. No, they're I not. think because they've got this power, they've sort of elevated themselves up. Yeah, and they're just look, they're taking their shit out on. Yeah, they've, they've taken them. their frustrations of teenage angst out and basically, you know, somebody knocks drinks on him and he gets crushed in the bleachers, doesn't it? You know, the, is it bleachers, yeah, the retractable bleachers, yeah. things? We don't really have them here. Um, no, we, we have, uh, <laughs> what are they called? The benches? Like, you shit. turn, you turn yeah. them upside down you turn and do upside gymnastics. down and do balance on them. <laughs> that's what, that's, it's a full lesson planned out there. For hate kids. her, hate her, wouldn't want to... Data. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's um, it's an okay episode. It's not one of my favourites. I did enjoy it when I watched it originally. Yeah. And the more I watch it now, um, I'm I don't know. It's not. It's definitely not a favourite for me. It's quite tongue in cheek. It is very tongue in cheek. Funny in places Eek. like when the doctor the they find oh look the the community gets all riled up and they have like this mass hysteria. Yeah. I can't think what Scully said it was called. The something effect, group of group effect, or yeah. something, um, and like it, it's led weirdly by the, um, the, the the head of the school, school. principal, yes, yeah. and they find this bag of bones in a field and they dig it up and I it's like it books book title that bag of bones. <laughs> Shut up! <laughs> and it's got the <laughs> local doctor's initials on. They're like, oh, that's so and so. It's Doctor Dick so and so. Yeah. And they go around with house. <laughs> This poor doctor. He's coming downstairs, isn't it? Yeah, he's he's a transvestite, so he's like dressed up in ladies' clothes, enjoying himself. You know, enjoying his Saturday his off day work. Off, yeah. Um, and all, they've got these baying mob outside, and he's like panicking. He's like, "Oh my god!" In his little dressing gown and makeup, <laughs> and they call him in, don't they? Yeah. And he's still got like a bit of eyeliner on. Why he's being interviewed? Yeah, and it's so funny because it like. They're all at him, like, what, what's gone on? What, what what happened to the bag? And he's like, I sold the bag, I sold it. And, and he knows exactly who he sold it to as well. It's one of the girls. Yeah, it's one of the girls, Margie or Terry. And then <laughs> in rocks uh, Scully, and she's like, you're free to go. It was a, it was Mr. Tippy. And it was pet bones, which you couldn't yeah. tell anyway, yeah, straight away from the bag. So it's quite funny. But in amongst all this... You've got Mulder acting dead weird going, it might not be the right time to say it, but somebody's really got my favourite perfume on. And he's like sniffing. This may not be any time to mention it, but someone is wearing my favourite perfume. What? I am not going to be humiliated by you in front of you or by having to bring a teenage girl in on her birthday of all days to identify the bones of her dead dog, Mr. Tippy. I see no reason to pursue this case any further. And not only that, I find your conduct and comportment in this investigation not just alarming, but highly objectionable. What are you doing? Must be Detective Wyatt. If that's the reason we're sticking around, that's your business. I'll start acting a little bit weirder as the episode goes on. 
the way that Scully does is she's just getting more and more annoyed, isn't she? Yeah. And she shows you at one point, she's in the room smoking a fag, in a cigarette wheel, we call fags over here. She's smoking a fag, getting really cross, isn't she? Like muttering under her breath. He's in the next room, like drinking vodka, which he See, doesn't what's drink. What's he putting in? I thought it he was doing like a sorbet, sorbet or something. It looks like some sort of like sorbet, some sort of ice cream, like yeah, mango. I don't and know. he's trying to shove it in the bottle of vodka. And I said to you, you just put vodka in your sorbet and eat it that way. Oh, that would, that would be That's what you do. That's what I do. Yeah, i Every other day. <laughs> um, but it is a really funny episode. So there's, there's bits in it that... It does make you chuckle. It's it's a funny episode. It's not like other funny episodes. It's quite ground. It's, it's quite grounded. It's it's quite. They're still being serious, but the the proper each other's next. It, it's almost like it. It could happen. Yeah. <laughs> Take away the sci-fi element. It's just. They're, yeah. they're on each other completely. It's a bit, a bit like a married couple. Yeah. You know, when you get annoyed with each other, you have a few days where you yeah. really tetch off each other and you get really quite peeved yeah, off. I remember Thursday, Jesus. <laughs> but it is, it's that sort of dynamic, yeah. isn't it? But it is all to do with this planetary thing and it all comes to a head, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, and they get chucked in a cell together, basically. But they, they, they fall out with each other. So everything's going fine. They're just hurting other people, but... Then they're uh, they they have a falling out because they both try and hit on this this guy at school and he turns them down but one of them decides to go off with him secretly so they all they, they both start to have a little bit of a yeah they kill him don't they yeah but they they go against each other so the power that is brewing within them is is being directed at each other so it's it's growing and by midnight when it's aligned and it's gone. It passes. Yeah, they they get him, don't they, in the police sort of station. Yeah. Chuck one in the cell, chuck the other one in, because everything, all this carnage, like deaths are moving, guns are going guns off, are going everyone's off, like yeah. hitting the deck. They chuck them in together, and as it ticks past midnight, it just all goes very calm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this being mob again, the local mob come round with the principal let us in let us in and they do they let him in and like even then like and it's meant to have passed the female detective can't remember her name quite an attractive lady says to scully she was like let us in let me pass and like scully's face and you think that's genuine because the planetary thing's finished now Mm. and she's still pissed off with you oh yeah um, and basically these two young girls are sat hugging each other and thought and the principal's like it was the demon it, it was, was Satan the, it was devil and he's, got, he's gone now he's let them be type of thing so it's it's quite a funny yeah. one yeah it is funny it's, it's a good I, I enjoyed this one um, I like the the fact that a lot of elements from this were transferred over to the I think it was a Playstation 2 game that I played an X Files game was really, really I good. I never played the X Files. Yeah, it was. The it, you you weren't Mulder and Scully, but yeah, it was. I think that this is how long ago I've I've played it. You work with Mulder and Scully, and it's all about the shape shifting alien and all that. Right. So it's it's proper in there. The but, one who looks like Arnie. Yeah, but you uh, you go into a hotel room, and the TV plays what's oh, playing on the TV there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I no, I enjoyed that episode. Um, no, there's no Skinner, there's no Mister. No Skinner, no Mister. It's it's been a long time since we've done this. I can't remember what parts of the episode we do. <laughs> we now do fanboy. Oh, fanboy facts. Should we take out the uh, 
The shit jingle. The shit jingle. I like the shit jingle, shingle. but it's up to you. It's a shingle. <laughs> shingle. All right, Sean Connery. God rest his soul. Oh, He's yeah. dead now. Sad Devastated. Times. Go on. What am I doing? Fanboy do facts. Fanboy. 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 Fanboy facts. What am I doing? Fanboy do facts. Fanboy. Sorry. Um, Bowman wasn't a fan of the episode, right? And I've got a quote from him. Um saying that the show proved to be much more difficult than I anticipated. There wasn't enough time to shoot the show properly because we were so close to Christmas break. I felt extremely pressured and frustrated, although there are things in it I love, particularly the banter between Mulder and Scully. But overall, I thought the show was very oblique. I don't feel that the characters ever knew what was going on, and I don't think that it's all uh, that cool that the kids were murdering people. I didn't feel like I was shooting an episode of The X-Files, uh, and I think I let Chris Carter down a bit. I don't think he did. And this was off the back of this, if it, if he is the one who did the X-Files film, I'm pretty sure he was. Um, obviously, Chris Carter didn't think that either. But there, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. That's the end of Fan... No, it's not. The episode begins with very young Ryan Reynolds, like we said. Mulder and Scully's behaviour in the episode was written specifically by Carter to alert the show's audience that Mulder and Scully would not become a romantic partnership. Well, he fucking lied, didn't he? <laughs> swear. That's Sorry. a really bad swear word. He lied, didn't he? There, there you go. You I'm not editing it out, no. It's a podcast for people who have seen it. Yeah, but they might not be old enough to appreciate that language. Whatever. Um... In addition, the episode contained various fan in-jokes, such as Scully getting upset because Mulder is always the driver, which was uh, inspired by fans nitpicking the show. Yeah, because he did always use He did drive. always drive. Um, the name of Grover Cleveland Alexander High School was set in for much of the, the action in the episode. Referenced, again, referenced David Duchovny's appearance on Jeopardy uh, because he got another... Question wrong. <laughs> I didn't know he was on Jeopardy. Yeah. Well, it came up in, in one of our last episodes. I must have switched off. Well, it was when... It, it was the last episode, actually, when uh, Scully's reading a book. And it's a book that he got wrong. All right, I'm just... Right. Oh, you're doing Come it again. On. This is the first episode in which Scully is seen smoking. Hmm. Naughty lady. Uh, the name of the town committee also means courtesy. As we watch Mulder and Scully enter the town, on the other side of the intersection, we see the road sign saying, leaving committee. Right? So when they're leaving the town, the camera's set in a position where it says, entering committee. So we're seeing yeah. them enter the town, but they're leaving courtesy behind, and that's when they're all like, being all angry. Ah, so it's a nice clever. little play on the film well, techniques and, yeah. and, and stuff like that. Get away, cat. What are you doing? And um, that is the end of Fanboy Facts. There wasn't many tonight. No. So I apologise for that. Uh, I enjoyed the episode. Uh, I thought it was, a, it was a good one. And I think it's a good one to come back. But sadly, we were doing two nights a week, uh, the podcast, weren't we? I think we're going to drop it to maybe just one day a week. And we'll see how we go from there. 
Yeah, see how we go. If anyone has anything they want to say, if anyone wants to comment on the episode, let us know at uh, Reopen the X Files on Twitter or at uh, Movie Ultimate on Twitter as well. Sorry. Where's that, mate? Do you even know what you are? I don't know what I am. No, it's been <laughs> such a long time since we've done this. Um, yeah, so thank you for listening and we will see you next week. What episode is it? Grotesque. So I don't like that one. Can't remember it. Remember, everybody, look to the skies because the truth is out there. I made this. What is that? What's what? That pattern there on his chest. Yeah, I see it. it. It looks like a goat. Some kind of horned beast. A horned beast? Yeah, right here in the circle. I think you guys are seeing something that isn't there. No, no, right here. Look, you see the, the, the horns are right there. No, I don't see the horns right there. I assume you'll call me if you need me for anything further. If it's no bother... If it's not too big a deal, maybe you can get me a few photographs of that thing which bears absolutely no resemblance to a horned beast. Sure, fine. Whatever.